3: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
0: Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake. And getting to the weather, we got some coming at us on radar, so uh, the front is coming, it's looking good for the weekend. All right, right now down on the island in Galveston, it's 83 degrees. Today Their forecast, thunderstorms, potential for heavy rainfall, high of 84, south winds will be shifting to the north at 10 to 20, and that rain chance on the island is 100%. Hadn't seen that in a while, have we? All right, tonight, mostly cloudy skies, slight chance of rain, a uh, low of 73, north winds 10 to 20, and then for tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high of 84, north-northeast wind 15 to 25, and about a 15% chance of rain tomorrow, maybe some leftover showers or what have you. But that's a promising forecast. Tides for today, we're on two of them. We have two two tides at the Galveston Channel We're sitting on a really bull tide this morning, a high at 1223 a.m. It was a 2.0 flood, so a two-foot flood tide. Then our low this afternoon is just an 0.2. That's at 3.42 p.m. 7.15 a.m. is sunrise, 7 7 p.m. is sunset, and our moon phase right now is 67% coming off that full moon. All right, looking at current conditions. Offshore, the buoy out there showing 84 degrees with 84-degree water South winds at 20 gusting to 27. Barometric pressure 29.87 inches and falling. Looking at uh, Galveston Channel, it's 83 degrees with 84 degree water. South winds at 9 to 15, eagle point, 83 degree water with 82 degree. Or 83 air 82 degree water, south winds at 16 to 18. So, uh, a little puffy and breezy this morning. Ahead of this front, but uh, winds will be shifting to the north a little bit stiff. Cooler temperature is coming. A little, little rain this morning. Well, it looks like lots of it in certain areas. Depends on where you're at and the center of some of those storms, but uh, much needed rain. Look like we got quite a bit this week. Some areas got uh, more than they really wanted, but uh, they'll take every bit of it. All right, let's run over east of town now. Let's start off over at Sabine Lake this morning with Captain Bill Watkins. Good
3: morning, Bill. Mm-hmm. What's up? Well, life is good over here in the neighborhood. Right. Um, there still hadn't rained a drop in my, my yard. <laughs> I, thought I, possibly nice. had a, I thought I possibly had a chance of it greening up before, you know, fall, before the crops. Yeah. And it looked like that ain't gonna happen. I had about three inches of rain in two two sets, and here lately it's just burn it up. I mean, um. not another drop. And uh, I couldn't even get my mustard and turnip greens out of the ground. <laughs> couldn't get them to sprout at all. And you can't. You know, you can only pour so much water out of your water hose. It's just uh, it's ridiculous. But I haven't had to mow very often in the last two months. So No, a that's lot of good. people haven't. I mowed one time and my lawnmower's been getting a much needed rest and that's okay with me. Probably is trying to keep my fruit trees alive. You know no, uh, I'm hearing <clears throat>
0: Everybody's really working hard at trying to keep their fruit trees alive. A lot of water, man. you got to keep pouring it to them if you got access to it, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, But I do have some cucumbers coming up in a bucket, and I've got some watermelons that came up volunteer in the field. So right. I'm going to just see if they'll make. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, watermelons will grow no matter what. Uh, that's that's I the mean, interesting. It, yeah,
0: that's that's something how they grow.
3: Yeah, they don't need a whole lot of
0: No, water. just seeds on top of the ground they'll take off. Yep. If you got good soil that's that's it's gone.
3: Well, the uh the fall fishing has lit off here. Yeah. Good. And Oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. Uh, I had had a little happening there Monday morning uh, when we were out, and I, I saw a uh, a flock of birds, and uh, it was around noon. Uh, we were just about to quit. We'd already caught our fish and just piddling around, mm. and I saw this swirl of birds, and I said, well, Let's go take a look at that. I get over there and there was a, a redfish had driven a lot school of shrimp out of the uh, out of the uh, intercoastal canal and shoved them up in this shallow bank. And there was probably two hundred slot reds in that in that school. That's cool. And there was shrimp jumping everywhere. Oh, yeah, it passed right by me, just slurping and slopping and throwing shrimp in the air. And that was a sight to behold. And I was so busy trying to get a hook into them that I forgot to video any of it. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you, uh, you should just take your camera and, and but I mean literally at least 200 red pitch, and all Man, of them just cool. uniform, same size. Yeah, they were beautiful, bronze and orange color.
0: Oh, they're lit up so pretty this time of year with a clean water and just oh. a lot of the old-timers yeah, said, well, they they look like pumpkins because they're eating shrimp. And, uh, mm. No. <laughs> it sounds no. good, but they just, uh, you know, they yeah, get and, and clear water, and they just... Uh, You know, it's kind of like catching a trout in real clear water. It's real dark and beautiful, and then you catch them in dirty water. They're pale looking. You know, they're dull. Redfish the same way, you know.
3: Yeah, they are. uh, Yeah, we've got that that real pretty tea-stained clear water over here. It kind of looks like halfway between coffee and tea. And you can see them. When they come up like that, you can see them all over and they were just swimming right along the top. They had those shrimp in the air, and they were just gulping them up. And uh, then I turned around after that was over with. I turned around and looked, and there was another swirl of birds off in the distance, running over there, and that was all trout. So it, it's uh, the fishing. <laughs> let's just put it this way: it the fall run is on. I mean on. And uh, we caught yesterday extremely well. That's good. A lot to hear. of Texas size, a lot of Texas size keepers. Yeah, it it was uh, it was a fun day. And we got on some redfish schooling yesterday too, in mixed in with the trout. <laughs> so that's uh it's all it's off and running, man. I mean anybody wants to go fishing right now though now's the time to go it's not as hot and the fish will bite all it takes is a uh, quarter ounce jig head and a piece of plastic and you're off to the races
0: see there again fall started you know the fish are reacting to it simply because the days are shorter the nights are longer photosynthesis Everybody's yeah. going, well, once, once it gets cold, it'll, it'll light off. Well, these fish ain't going to wait for a cold front. They're going to do their thing. And it, no, and it dictates all of it. All these shrimp are starting to fall out and come out of the marsh, and they're in big piles, and uh, the fish get on them. They're just waiting, licking their chops, waiting on those shrimp to come out.
3: That's the cycle, and that's how that's it, it works. That's
0: the way it works, and man. And,
3: uh, it don't. it does not take cool temperatures. It's just time of year. I mean, it's still warm in the afternoon right now. But, hey, if you want to catch fish, you better get at it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Don't wait. Don't wait till the norther start coming and you can't go. Don't wait till it's blowing 30 and gusts out of the northwest. Well, yeah. Everybody, everybody looks at that all wrong. So I'm content to let them go ahead and look at it the wrong way.
0: I'm into those powder blue skies, uh, clear skies, and uh, in, in between the cold fronts, those cool mornings. Yes, man, I love them. Oh man.
3: yeah, in between That's fronts. Gonna, man, we've, we've got the first one coming up. It's going to here hit, today. Uh, today, yeah, today. Yeah,
0: rolling in it's today. Harder. You ought to get I'm some rain curious. today.
3: Yeah, yeah look I at hope radar so. and
0: look at that front line coming at us. Yeah, I think everybody will get some kind of rain out of it.
3: Well, I hope so. Everybody needs it, but uh, we've got uh, we've got probably twenty to thirty mile an hour north winds on Saturday. That's what they're saying, but. That could change. Yeah, we're already going to go.
0: uh, What was it earlier? Let me bring my forecast back up. As far as on the coast, Galveston, it was showing that it's going to be north-northeast already uh, tomorrow. Is that high pressure slides? North uh, 10 to 20 when the front comes through today, 10 to 20 tonight, and then north-northeast 15 to 25 tomorrow. Which is Friday, so. Well, then it should
3: moderate some by Saturday morning. Yeah, it ought to start backing off for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that. But, I don't trust long range forecasts because fronts have a way of dragging this time of year. You never know yes. when they're going to actually get there. They, they'll predict I'm well, hoping it way this do not drag. Command. It just goes on and
0: pushes on out through the guff and doesn't stall out there and turn into something we don't want
3: no <laughs> no well the water temperature is uh was 82 yesterday mm-hmm. so it's slowly sliding on down of course the gulf's probably a little warmer that was uh, that was in the bay so but yeah, I think
0: the gulf water, <laughs> sea water temperature this morning was 84 out there and Looking at the Bay, it fluctuates anywhere from 82 to 84. We're getting there.
3: We're getting there.
0: A little drop a lot because uh, we're going. I'm looking at Houston's extended forecast 68 tonight, 66 tomorrow, then 55 Saturday, 55 Sunday. These are for the lows 59 Monday, then 63, and then. You know the mid sixties all the next week, and then next weekend, low sixties again. So we got another front next weekend. Northwest winds on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So. Well, here we go. Maybe <laughs> it's uh, maybe it's arriving. Ours this may be a little teaser for a couple of weekends, and then we'll see. November is usually that month that you get. You'll get kind of a uh, lull in fronts, and you'll have about a two-week period where it's just beautiful and calm every day. Or right. birds working, slicks yeah. popping. Hey, man, bring it!
3: <laughs> bring it on, brother! Bring Mullet
0: jumping, on. shrimp hopping, <laughs> shad <Yeah>. spraying.
3: <laughs> everything, everything is right on schedule, but. We should have had a cold front in September and really didn't have one.
0: Well, we did and we didn't. You know, they called it a yeah. front. It was just, hey,
3: it, it didn't kind change of a little, little
0: wind switch with maybe a, just a little bit of drop in the temperatures, but hey.
3: Yeah, it wasn't much of anything. No. But here we go. Now it's, it's happening and...
0: And there's nothing we can do about it. We just live with it. Take it as it comes. Fish on, baby. Let me knock this break out, Bill. I'll be right back at you, brother. Hang on a second. You got it. All right, man. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back.
3: Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. Front approaching. It's 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we are back, my friend.
3: Well, I'm here with you, brother. All right, well. And I'll have to report that I went on my first teal hunt. Oh, did you get to go? Cool. And I did and never popped a cap what the teal the teal were somewhere else that day and well that's apparent it? <laughs> yeah and then it, yeah we saw one group of about 30 head north way up high and three more swung out about 100 yards from the blind and moved on to the north and that's all the ducks we saw oh Man, well there crazy. was a, a there was a bunch of Mexican squealers swung in, probably 40 of them, and yep. just almost lit on the decoys, but you can't shoot them yet.
0: Nope.
3: <laughs> oh, man. So that that was that story, and then I went deer hunting this past weekend, went on my annual doe hunt at Venado Creek Ranch up in St. Augustine, and... I decided I wanted to shoot a red deer hide, a female. Right. And that's, they didn't want to kill that many does this year. Mm-hmm. So I, my son and I held out for a red deer, and we just didn't see one. I saw big axis bucks. I saw white tails that make you slobber. No no red stag hinds. No red stays. <laughs> Crazy. One, they they're in full rut right now up on that ranch and they're all locked down in the timber and we never, we never saw. Them. That was amazing. Mm. So I've gone two hunts without pulling the trigger. And uh, it's beginning to make me feel weird. Okay. Well, like it, my luck it. Happens. Gone <laughs> south. <laughs> Well, I'll go back up there. I'll go back up there for a day hunt. When they they'll call me and tell me, "Hey, we've got them patterned now. We know which blind they're going to be at. Come on," and I'll go shoot one. Well, most so of the,
0: the waterfowlers I'm, you know, affiliated with and know real good. They uh they had a tremendous teal season. They have, but they had Oh, birds, I know. And they just rock and rolled on them big time. I mean, every hunt. Really good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, some like that.
0: some hunts it'd take them till nine o'clock in the mornings, but most times seven thirty. Let's let's get out of here. Let's go have breakfast.
3: Yeah, I, I saw yeah. all the Facebook pictures, ducks hanging everywhere. And I'm like, oh. Facebook lady, man,
0: we go dead. from dead fish to dead doves,
3: dead doves.
0: <laughs> and now coming you know. Coming up, we got uh, we'll have dead deer and quail and all of the above.
3: <laughs> yep, it's coming. Hopefully, I'll eventually get to pull the trigger. And we'll uh, anyway. I'm going to try again to go on a duck hunt opening day, and uh, we'll see what happens with that.
0: Yeah, I miss all. The, I miss those openers. You know, well, yeah. with this with this job here, I can't do the openers on weekends. Right. I always open on weekends, but uh, I get to do my weekday hunting. But it's the way it is.
3: Yeah, hey, That's okay. One thing about weekday hunting is there's not near as many hunters out. But sometimes that's a bad thing, too, because they push the birds around. Yeah, I've seen
0: just a few decent buckshot, you know, yeah. for bow season. It opened yeah. this past weekend, and uh, it's, uh, ooh, I just got a text from the listener. It says, Captain Mickey, check out this one brought into the locker plant here in Madisonville. My goodness. <laughs> big old deer laying there somebody thumped a good one <laughs> they,
3: got, they got some good deer in Madisonville
0: they, yeah I don't know whether they, it was a high fence deer or low fence but uh, it doesn't matter it's beautiful deer still got a little velvet on one main beam no that's, that's not velvet I zoomed in that's a tag it's tagged on the that don't even look like a Texas tag I guess that's an MLD well, tag? yeah kind of my, Wrapped around the main
2: main
3: man, MLD. All I know is I I saw some beautiful white tail bucks. Did you? Oh golly, yeah, ten points, twelve points, twenty three inches wide. Um, You know, and these the deer I saw were all like three and a half year old deer. Yeah, they hadn't reached their full potential. So, I mean, they were all shooters. Every one of them. I just happen to be on the stand where they all come out.
0: <laughs> We're Everybody always looking for a six to seven stuff. year old deer to shoot and uh, six to seven year old trout to catch. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, yep, yeah, that's right. Well, we don't seem to have too many of those at Sabine right now, but uh, they'll get there, 18, though. 18, we let them 18, crawl through. Inches. Yeah, yeah. They
0: work 18, through the system. We'll get them. Solid.
3: Yeah, but. We got lots of good solid fish right now. I was right about how those fish were up the rivers. Uh, I was totally right about that. Uh, you got salty water like we've had all year, that's where they're going to go. All the homebody fish they they stay in the lake and up in there. So it's uh, it's all going to happen now. You know, if we don't get a a flushing rain where oh, I don't rain, say that rain. too
0: loud because man I tell you I, I went out a couple of times this week and man the water is just so drop dead gorgeous everywhere green yeah. and clear and going man it's uh, I'm, it's just you get so accustomed to fresh water for so many years and you're not a, you don't get to see that beautiful water but boy when it's salty I mean it's salty Big time everywhere right now.
3: Yeah, there should have been no problem with uh, a spawn. I mean, really, it's been good all year, and um, there ought to be a little bitty trout running everywhere out there. And you were right about uh, some of the fish hadn't spawned. I, I filleted some oh, yesterday, it. and they were, uh, they were. Still some with eggs. Every once in a while, you'd, you'd find one that was still not completely spawned. So, I mean, they were all hustle gutted because they'd been eating so much shrimp. And boy, those fish taste good when they're steady on shrimp like that. <laughs> oh man, I fried me up some Sunday. Oh man, those things were
0: good. Well, I had uh, fresh blue crab last night, yesterday evening.
3: Oh, oh, wow! Yeah,
0: we that's went. That's a treat. We went and caught some crabs yesterday, me and a couple of buddies, and came home, cleaned them, and got the pot ready, and had the women show up, our wives, and uh, we sat there and had a uh, nice crab cracking. Boy, that fresh <laughs> blue crab—that's good stuff, man. Well, that's the only way yes. to eat blue crab. You got to eat it fresh. You can't.
3: That's right. Just go ahead and boil them up and crack them out. Same, you know, same day preferably.
0: Yeah, well, That's yeah, really you have like to. That it. that crab meat once that uh, crab dies, I mean, that meat just uh, it deteriorates so fast. It decomposes so quick. Yeah, I mean, you, we've tried it before, where you catch them one day and then clean them all and get them. Nice and clean to boil and then put them in the fridge till the next day and it, it, they don't pick good. I mean, you got to do it right then. That's the only way.
3: Yeah, same day. That's, That's the way it. I see it.
0: You know, and I, I clean them. I pull the shells off and wash them out good and, you know, no guts and feathers and all that stuff in them. A lot, a lot of people like to boil them with a the shell on and all that. And that just, you can't get that seasoning and everything into the meat like you no. can when you clean them, you know.
3: No, I've got, I've got to clean them and I'll, I'll sit down with a pair of gloves and rip the back shells That's off. That's what
0: I do. I put my monkey gloves on and go to work on them, man.
3: And take that water hose and blast the stuff That's out of right. them. That's right. That's exactly right. put them in a bucket.
0: and Pull the and lungs off get, and clean them out good.
3: As yeah. soon as I get all that done, I go ahead and throw, throw me a little ice on them. And yep. uh, wait till I'm ready to boil. There you go. And oh yeah, shoot! <laughs> Sweet blue with, crab meat. Just sit down with uh, with a bunch of boiled crabs, and and a little uh, cup of uh, melted butter, and go to work. And ain't nothing really nothing better than
0: that. I put butter in my water too. <laughs> I'll put at least oh, two to four sticks idea. in there. Use some. Uh, Apple cider vinegar. Vinegar helps them pick better. And you see. Oh, salt really? in there. I
3: didn't the know that.
0: Oh yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh, my mom taught me that trick years ago. It makes those how crabs makes you pick three? better. I'll put about you uh depends on the size <laughs> of the pot. If it's like an eighty quart pot, a big one, I'll uh I'll put about uh a half a jug of it in there. You know how you buy huh. those you know, big jugs the apple cider vinegar? Yeah. I'll put about a half a jug in there and you can actually uh, you get a hint of that taste it makes the crab meat even sweeter
3: <laughs> I'll be I never knew that My mom so used to how do that How long do you boil your crab eight minutes before you pull them Eight minutes
0: turn them off let them soak for seven pull them out voila 15 minute process Well there you go. If you go too short a time, they won't pick good, and uh, if you go too long. You know, it's kind of like crawfish. There's a delicate time frame there, you know, when you're cooking them. And, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, if you boil them too long, they'll, they'll be hard to peel.
0: Yes, and you know you did them right because when you go to pull those le- that one corner leg out of the body and there's a big old chunk of meat on it, you know you did them yeah. with the right amount of time. And just like the claws... You know, tap them with a flat end of the bread knife and uh, pop them open. That whole chunk of meat comes out. You did it just right. Yeah. If you do them too long, they'll you've you, you got to dig it out. Yep. Makes it kind well, of grainy.
3: I'll put my basket back in the water, and, of course, that kills the ball for a few seconds. And I'll let it come back to a ball and then pull it in four minutes. Yeah. Four minutes, and it's it'll, it'll be perfect every time. But oh. I've got a pretty good, pretty good crawfish cooker out there. I
0: mean, well, that's what I do them with. I got a good one that gets the water hot real quick when it comes to rolling yeah, ball. Yeah, I'll let
3: that in there. Yeah, you get it to a rolling ball, and uh, put them in there, and let it come back to a rolling ball for no more than four minutes, and pull them out. i
0: have never cooked so them it's that short. Much
3: it's pretty much the same process as what you're doing except I don't soak them, you know, but that, that'll get the seasoning in them better. But if you season your water properly, it'll go in there anyway. And there's always the idea that you can put more seasoning on top of them after you get them on them, uh, out on the platter, (laughs) right? You can always put more seasoning on there when they first come out. And it'll suck up a lot of that season. so there's all kinds of different ways to do it. But for sure, if you don't boil them long enough, or you boil them too long, they'd be hard to pick. Right. So it's a it's a tricky process. A little bit subtle, different ways to do it. But I love those things. Oh man, I can eat them till I well, I can just eat as many. as Well, you
0: don't I can get full them. on them. It's like you know. No. I'm, I'm already hungry this morning because it just, you know, I had crab and that was it. It just, they don't stick. You can eat them all day long, never get full.
3: <laughs> yeah, crawfish too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. All right, Bill.
0: I, I hate to end this conversation on a a sweet crab note, but we got to roll, buddy. If somebody <laughs> wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you, how they get a hold of you, man. told you I was feeling a little crabby this morning. All right, buddy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Take care.
0: Hey, thank you, Bill. See you, man. Later. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. And I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Texan Roofing. You know, Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust, and Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. In Texan Roofing, they found the majority of jobs they do. They offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. And they offer honest roof inspections, A-plus management. These are the reasons you need to call Texan Roofing. And if you tell you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all of his staff, they'll work directly with you. They'll do a superior job, and uh, if you want to talk hunting and fishing with them, they're all great outdoorsmen. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. And please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
3: Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 436 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe and check in with the fish dude, Richard Tosh. Uh Uh-oh, we dropped him. Got a drop. Well, we got weather coming. Looking forward to it. I haven't checked radar in a minute, and let's see what's going on here. You got him now? Richard, are you there?
2: (laughs) Richard, this is Sharky.
0: Sharky? Man, I don't know what's a – have you lost it, Jake? (laughs) I I have officially lost it today. Have you lost it? Okay, well, it is our Monday. Sharky, are you okay with talking now, or you want us to call you back at the normal time?
3: Well, heck yeah. I just got to be a little bit more quiet because I ain't left the house yet, but I can talk right now. It don't matter to me. If
0: you can, well, it'll uh, it'll kind of put everything out of sync. All right. Well, call me back. On I'm On my good. calls. Yeah, because I always do everybody at the same time every day. And we'll yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: call me back, brother. I'll be cool? Man.
0: Alright man, yeah, Well I'll cool. call you at the normal means- time. Alright, Sharky. All thanks right, for picking sir. up. Alright, buddy. See you Sorry later, about early that. Birds. <laughs> early bird gets the worm. You got it this morning. <laughs> All right. Alright, Jay. Get Richard and then we'll uh then we'll talk Conroe. Fresh water, salt water, dirty water, clear water, whatever. But uh let's see here. Let's see what's up with radar this morning. Get a new update and see what it's going to look like here in a little while you know down here when i walked out of the house this morning there wasn't a cloud in the sky but uh it's coming a lot of clouds you know, i got richard of, this time you do have richard this time <laughs> yeah it's uh that line is up around the uh, woodlands and north of there, up around College Station and all, so it's coming this way, and it's definitely moving our way. And there's some showers over just west of uh, the Galveston Bay system over there, near Charlie P. and all them. All right, Richard, we're we got you this time.
1: There you go, there you go, man. It's, you, that, I've had a light show going up here since midnight.
0: I bet you have, man. I can see all that uh, lightning in the in the clouds. It's your, man, I'll uh, tell you, you know, the lightning strikes. I, There's a lot of them. Yes, bro. sir.
1: There is. There is. I've, I've been looking at it this morning. This, it's, it's uh, already this. You know, since midnight, I've already got over two and a half inches. So, it's uh, done. It's raining pretty good. I'm glad to see it. The grass needs needs it. And then, then I got looking out there around Lano. They're getting it too. So that oats I planted last week ought to be doing good.
0: Oh yeah, it stretches That's, all the way across the state, man.
1: I know, I know. I was looking at it, normally over there, they don't get a whole lot. And I, I got to check in it while I go, and it's like, man, it's perfect. So that, that you know, they got an inch, inch over there before I planted the, the oats. And then now it looks like they're going to get a little bit more. So it'll help that stuff get a good start. That's, hey, you know, for once,
0: you hit it right.
1: I know, I know. I mean, that was one of the things. I was glad my dad called and said, hey, if you go plant some, you better get over here and do it. So it's uh. And everything working out good, so get them everything good for them deer anyway for later on in the season you know that's, that's one of the things I always do you know a lot of people don't don't really pay much attention to it they you know like corn for example, in the feeders I feed year round most people start start filling up feeders around labor day and and uh around uh, December they'll quit well I always think you know those Decembers just the beginning of the winter, so they're getting into the hardest time for them so to find something eat. So, if you got something like oats or something like that, that'll hold up in that cold weather, and then you continue feeding them, then you're going to have good, have a good, healthy population of deer out there. So, that's yeah, that's what I look at. You know, I don't, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I th- sit there and think they're they're going to go hungry, you know, if they're if they ain't got nothing out there. So that's why I continue to feed. Or most people don't, you know, it's like, you know every state has their different laws. Like Arkansas, for example, I don't think you can. I forget when it is in December, but you have you can't feed after a certain point. So it's it's weird how it, how it works out. You know, it's, they uh, they won't allow you to to put corn or protein in the feeder after say December one, something like that. You know, it's, it's a different. Different states have different laws so you gotta keep up with all that stuff. So it's it's all good. But it's I was looking at the lake too and the lake's coming up, so man, it will be great. You know, get out there. Hopefully, you know, stuff will get on through here tomorrow be pretty good. He's on out there and see if I can't find me some of them little ditch pickles like he was talking about last week. See if they <laughs> won't bite a little bit better. See if they won't bite a little bit better with that water coming up in that grass. So that's uh that's one of the things I'd I'm really wanting to see because that after this front blows in, you know, because wind blowing. Good night. It was blowing 20 a while ago. It's down 15 now. But but uh, when you know, I was, I was sitting there thinking, you know, this cold front blowing through here, cool everything down. Those rascals, that top water bite ought to get going. I mean, it just it just ought to start happening. And then with this pressure water coming in, like it is, because it's it's come up oh probably probably six inches or eight inches. Since uh, the day before yesterday, so it's it, that water will help cool everything down, and and just shouldn't make everything start getting more and more active. And that's that's what I'm looking for, any anyway. Hopefully, it works out that way, and uh, just keep everything rolling in the right directions. Get out of get out of this hot hot weather pattern, anyway. So that's one of the best things about it. We're gonna get some green grass going, at least a, killing a lot of the barn bands, you know, that's one of the main things, getting rid of all that stuff. And so we don't have to worry about them dying fires anymore. Well, I'm uh, telling
0: you, man, that that fire danger stuff is just, man.
1: No, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's uh, some of these people that live in those vulnerable areas like that, I don't know how they sleep at night, you know.
1: I know. I mean, because you never know. I mean, all it takes is someone pulling over on the just side of the road. Some
0: knucklehead pulling over on the side of the road with a catalytic converter and light the whole countryside up. You know.
1: I guarantee, you, and it does. I mean, it just doesn't take much at all. You, you see it every once in a while happen when you're just going down the interstate. You see these little burnt patches, and that's that's what it is. A lot of people just pulling over, get that high grass up against some catalytic converters, and it's it's going to catch it. And it's uh, just uh, it's just one of those things. So. I'm just glad to see we're getting some rain, you know. And yeah. hopefully, hopefully it it doesn't flood anybody out too bad because I know y'all've had a lot down there, especially around Fort Bend County and all that. and a lot over the past few days coming in off the Gulf, and with this stuff coming down because it's, I guarantee you, this stuff that's coming down, it's it's uh, when it gets to you, you're gonna say, "Oh my goodness," because it's it's coming down pretty good. Like I, well, say, I tell y-
0: you, I've had three productive weeks mm-hmm. on rainfall. I got three inches at one week, and then three inches last week, and I had uh, two inches uh, day before yesterday in the morning. Oh my! Good line come through, you know all that training stuff off the of guff, and uh, yeah. man, a good my line. yard turned from just a terrible brown to emerald green.
1: There you go. I mean, that's perfect right there. It's like it's like mine is starting to green up a little bit. But prior to yesterday, I mean, all I'd had was like a quarter inch at a time. I, you yeah. know, and that—that was lot thought, man, that's well, a the lot. main
0: thing is the trees need it, man. Can you believe all the dre- dead trees you see when you're driving around?
1: Uh, can you? I tell you what, Mickey, I got five it's crazy. acres. I've been, I've been cutting dead trees off off this five acres for a while now. I mean, I've got right now, I've got at least ten of them down, and I've even got cedar trees that that have died from not enough uh not enough water so it's right uh, it's just amazing well, the cedars
0: know? the pines, uh the magnolias yeah. man they're they they're suffering dropping like flies
1: and i've got some pin oaks that i've lost too so that's i mean it's, really it's crazy yes yeah, so i've got about five pin oaks that i've lost A couple All my of those look
0: really good you know, but i've got live oaks
1: yeah See, that's, that's the thing. I wish mine did, but they, they just don't. Now, I've got a you couple know? of
0: sawtooth oaks that got through it pretty good. I've, those came from Arkansas when they were little, and I planted them after uh, Ike, and they're doing
1: well. We so. There
0: you go.
1: That yeah, yeah, was good.
0: But, you know, man, you talk about hot and dry up in Arkansas. If you want to spend a hot Labor Day weekend, I remember I went up to Tommy's one time and, I'd gotten a new four-wheeler we were going to ride. It was too hot to ride all the trails and through the woods up there at his house. It was just that that's the hottest I've ever been it was in Magnolia, Arkansas, that weekend. Good Lord, it was hot.
1: I'll tell you what. That's the one thing about Arkansas. Usually it's not that hot. It's not, you know, it's just kind of in between everything. Got—it's Normally it's just a—it's your temperatures are right up there. But every once in a while you get that heat up there, but now they get that, they'll get snow too. So that's that's one thing I, I like about Arkansas is because you get the, the fall colors. <laughs> I like watching them fall colors around Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness, it's all those trees change colors up there. So you get, you know, it's not like down here where where you just it's either green or dead. <laughs> you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. one of the two up there. You get all those fall colors changing and stuff. So, but when it gets hot up there, it gets hot because it's. You know, it's dry. It's dry heat and stuff like that. It's not humid like it is down here. But it's a, 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 when it gets cold, it gets cold. And it's it's just fun up there. I like I like climbing around them hills and stuff up up in that part of the world. I mean, is there's some there's some big hills you can climb up. There's and there's lots of critters and lots of fish. You know, that's that's one of the things I like about it because you can go up there and. You you can be hunting in the morning and fishing all day, right? So, and it's and it. I mean, you could go from a farm pond that's got got so many dang crappie in it; it's unreal, and and be right out in the woods hunting hunting some white tail up there, and and they got some big old coyotes too. You know. Oh, speaking of of
0: coyotes, (laughs) I'm coming to the studio this morning, right in on one forty six in Baytown by the McDonald's. I almost ran over a coyote. He ran right in front of my truck. I mean, no on, right in the middle of town. I go, look at this scavenger. Oh, He's my ra- goodness. I'm sure he was in here raiding garbage cans or looking for cats or small dogs to eat.
3: Oh, I mean, yeah, just, there ain't no doubt. You just
0: don't see that every day. And it, I mean, he was a healthy-looking one. He's been eating good. He's. Uh, I don't know where he holds up during the day, but uh, he was definitely out this morning. Three o'clock in the morning, he ran right across my bumper. I almost got him.
1: Oh my goodness! There you go. He was that heading to the east. Me, <laughs> that, remind, that reminds me. Years ago, I was over in uh, San Antonio, and it was oh good night. It had to be, had to be in the late sixties or something like that. And uh, right downtown San Antonio, uh, we were sitting at an intersection. Now that was like, I can't remember what it was. Like six lanes of traffic now going. At this at this intersection, and you have a red light on each side, and six mm-hmm. lanes going each direction, and sitting on the corner were four deer, four white-tailed deer sitting there at the light waiting to cross. Amazing. It's like you got to be kidding me! Right in the middle of town, it's like good night. But it just you know it just shows you how adaptive that animals are to uh, to, uh, to growth, you know, and it's. Like like that coat being down there. I mean, you would never expect that coat down there, but they're there. I mean, they're all over. That's it. They're they're still there no matter what you do. All right, Richard.
0: I got to roll. I'm already out of time, man. I got to get to Charlie and Matagorda next. But uh, if uh, somebody wants to call you about coming up to Conroe and fishing with you, fall is uh, fixing to be here. It looks like it's coming. Yes, sir.
1: All right, Mickey. you want to get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dude's Guide Service. You can email me at admin at com, or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com.
0: Fishdudetx.com. That'll work, buddy. All yes, right, sir. Richard. Well, hey, have a good one, man. Always good talking to you, and uh, catch him up, brother.
1: Absolutely. Have fun.
0: Thanks, Richard. See you. All right. Bye. All right. That's Richard Toch up on Conroe, and uh, next we're going to go to Matagorda and check in with old Captain Charlie P. You don't have him? Oh, it's ringing? No Charlie? Well, I dumped Richard for nothing then, I guess. Charlie usually picks up, though. Anyway. Now this front line, it's uh, there was that one batch. It had a little tail off of it that went down towards, you know, the coast, but it's going to go above us. And, uh, anyway, it's, that one can pass on. We're, we're going to get more behind it as this comes in. I mean, it's no big deal. we got weather coming and North winds. Well, that's going to feel good. Clear all the moisture out of here and get with the North winds. That'll really be nice. Real nice, but it's not moving real fast. It looks like, uh, uh, now there's a few showers down around Bay City. They're kind of starting to move a little bit east towards Galveston if they ever get here, if they don't fizzle out before then. But but there's a lot of, a lot of good heavy rain up around the Woodlands area and all that. Did get a text from one of the listeners, uh, James, up in Welburn, Texas, said he got 1.6 inches so far since 3 a.m. this morning, so... Much-needed rain across the state. Boy, this is what the doctor ordered. Still no Charlie, Jake? That is strange. It's never happened. In 15 years, Charlie didn't pick up. Now he did? Okay, well, we'll have a couple of minutes with him anyway. So let me know when you got him punched up where I can go to him. <coughs> all right let's i'm here hey buddy what's going on man
2: Oh well, nothing
0: if we wait let's see we,
2: if we can uh get out today
0: well you looked at radar yet <laughs>
2: no <laughs>
0: yeah look above you man it's coming
2: it's close huh? So.
0: well not really it's kind of it's really moving pretty slow i'm hoping uh I don't have to drive home when, it, when I get through with the show this morning. But it stretches all the way across the state. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of moving to the south, but it's training kind of northeast. But it's coming. It's and you got some uh, showers around you down there. Uh, there's one right there between West and East Bay. Pretty good little red cell. And uh, Bay City, it's all, it's all moving towards the north that's some of that leftover gulf moisture ahead of this front you know all of it that it was training in yesterday that's what that little line's doing
2: yeah it's
0: kind of weird
2: well it, it's all welcome we need it yes you know yes we do fish is going to be really good on the other side of it so don't know if we can't go we can't go we we'll just have to look at it
0: yeah well that's true
2: you know we uh Tough. we have a big tournament down here tomorrow called Trout Blasters. Usually 150 boats in this thing, and uh, right, and they usually hire you for two days. So that's what this is. I, I guess we'll be able to get out tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how hard that wind's supposed to blow or not.
0: North 10 to 20 today and tonight, and then tomorrow is that high-pressure slides over north-northeast 15 to 25. That's a forecast. Right. Well, um,
2: we finally got our high tides down here. I can tell you they're up to the docks right now.
0: Yeah, I noticed there was uh, coastal flood mornings uh, down around Clayburg Islands and, you know, down around the Corpus area this morning with the heavy riptide statements. Yeah. And... uh well, we had a two two foot flood tide just after midnight. Well, I know it was up in the grass, all up my way this this whole week. Yeah. Well, we some pretty pretty clear water, green, salty, clear water, and bull tides.
2: Yeah, it's uh, on the east end of the bay, Mickey, where Mitchell's Cut comes through. That that mm-hmm. water's been air clear over there, just air clear, beautiful. Right. So, we need a change, and uh, it's going to do nothing but help, and it's coming. It's been a long, hot summer and iffy fishing, and I know the fish are there. They're just, uh, we had too many 15-, 16-inch fish last year. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not seeing them now. So.
0: Yeah, now it's 14s. <laughs> That's yeah. That's what Tommy was saying the other day. That's right. Hey, chasing these old trout will drive you, drive you to drinking, man. It'll do
2: that for sure. okay uh, <laughs> guarantee bad.
0: It. After you get in. No. My hard days fishing. Mix you a cocktail and grill you a steak. Hey, life is good.
2: And right now, watch some baseball.
0: Boy, I tell you, man, I'm I'm baseballed up, buddy. At, uh that's pretty cool. Four games a day. Yeah, and it is. Looks like we're gonna be playing the Twins. There was yeah. just something about the Blue Jays. I didn't want. I didn't want any of that. I was just afraid they'd uh, go on a tear and hit home runs on every street corner. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you, them Phillies, man. I'm, <laughs> you know, here they come again. So don't don't count them out. He that's going to be a good. Strong. That's going to be a good series with them and the Braves. We'll just see how that works out. But I mean, the Braves are so strong. I mean, but look at last year; they were too, and so were the Dodgers, and they got eliminated in the first round. You know that yeah. they played ALDS. So, hey, it is baseball, hot and cold. Yeah. You just it's, never it's know. Fun,
2: it's funny how you had the Yankees and San Diego with that big old. You know, they spent a lot. Of money and, uh, well, I think the money teams there. that
0: spent the most money this year was what the Yankees and the Mets, Padres, and uh, Rangers. Right. Only one one of those high dollar teams is in the playoffs. Yeah, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And they got through, oh, so well. they'll be playing uh, Baltimore. That ought to be interesting.
2: Let's hope these uh, astral bats come alive. and uh, and, and As far last Bats a wake
0: weeks. up. You know, we've got marginal pitching right now. It's just we've been so streaky with that. But those bats are going. At, I want to see some of that 10 and 12 runs of game stuff, man. Let's roll. Let's go. Let's get on with it. Let's just beat them up. Well, Charlie, I'm already out of time. We got to you a little late this morning. If somebody wants to call you about going fishing, give them a number, my friend.
2: Cell phone, 713-725-2401.
0: All right, buddy. Well, go rose That's Saturday. Let's get it. Let's get it over with. All right. All right, brother. Take care. Buddy. Later. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610, we'll be right back.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.